Hey there, everybody. This is Movies and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Osborne, and I am checking in today for thoughts on Moonfall. Moonfall, the movie that was supposed to be a disaster in space, a disaster movie set in space, and it was a disaster. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, this was probably the second uh, big release. I, I almost saw it as the first major release of 2022, but I take that back as uh, I was looking into it. Scream, I forgot, Scream came out uh, in January. That was a pretty big uh, big release for the first part of the year. Uh, I actually skipped out on that one because I have not watched the original Scream, and no matter how they do it, you're going to have a uh, a play on something from that first film. So that's why I kind of excused myself from checking that one out. I do want to check it out. Eventually I want to, I want to watch the original scream and then I'll check out uh, this movie. I might not watch the other sequels necessarily, but uh, I know they're, they're trying to get this one to be kind of a re revitalization or a rejuvenation of the, of the uh, franchise. But I know that was probably the first major release, but anyway, Moonfall I had on my calendar for the first major release film. Uh, to check out kind of a big budget movie directed by Roland Emmerich, who those of you that don't know, if you look at his filmography as a director, probably his best movie that I have watched. I have not watched all of them, but, um, or many of them, but I, the best one I have seen is the Patriot with Mel Gibson from 2000 crazy. That movie is over 20 years old, but yeah, uh, the Patriot probably my favorite of his, he's well known for independence day and Godzilla from, for kids from the nineties. And then you have uh, Midway from a couple of years ago in 2019, which I thought was, it was okay. It wasn't my favorite World War II movie, but it was, it was okay. It was, it was fine to watch. And then a lot of you uh, will know the disaster garbage fire that was Independence Day Resurgence. So a lot of hit and miss, not a lot of big, big, uh, big titles that, that really resonate with a lot of people. But anyway, he, he directed this one, Moonfall, and I was all gun ho for it. I was all set and, and amped up. February has become a fairly, you know, decent month for movie releases, but also this was just a cool sci-fi thriller. It could be, or it was meant to be a disaster movie in space. And I have to say it was a disaster. I, I, I will say that it, it's got a, a really a, a good idea. It's got a very good idea on paper and it's, uh, it, but it just doesn't really know what it's trying to do. Uh, I would argue it's, it stars Patrick Wilson, who has a history of working with Emmerich. I believe he was in Midway as well, but then you also have Halle Berry, very, uh, very good actress. And then John Bradley, who most of us know from game of Thrones, he was Samuel Tarley and then a bunch of other supporting players. And what it is, is they parts of the moon start falling to the earth or they're, they're, they're going to begin to start falling and they do start falling and they have to, go, uh, these astronauts, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, they have to go back into space to, um, stop the moon from changing course. That's what's happening. The moon's, uh, gravitational, it's messing with earth's gravitational pull. It's jumping off course because there's a little more to the moon and goes back to, uh, we get some exhibition dumps going back to the, um, Apollo mission back in 69 when it lost contact with earth plays on that a little bit, which we've seen in other movies like transformers, uh, kind of play on that mystery, mysterious, uh, time in history, uh, leaving that open to fictional, uh, interpretation, but it, 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 it's an interesting concept. However, the way this movie goes down, it's way too long for the story. It's trying to tell. I thought the stuff with 
Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry, the two main leads. I thought that stuff was fine. John Bradley or Samuel Tarley, however you want to think of him, the he plays Casey Houseman, who is just a conspiracy theorist character. And how his his character is set up, he's kind of the crazy nut that discovers what's going on with the moon before all these trained scientists. And I get that. We've it's just I, I feel like we've seen that character done better in other movies. I think there you could have just had him be an underling at NASA. You could have had um different things about his character, but instead they just make him this totally comedic wacko person that is he's way too smart for his own good, but then he's also kind of a deadbeat, which I guess there's a lovable loser type uh, storyline with there with what what they do with him. And that's, uh, you know, it might not bother as many of you. It really bothered me. I think they could have just handled it a little more, um, a little more smartly. I don't, I don't know why we had to, had to see that. And there's some question about even Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson there. They know what movie, I mean, all the cast, I think they all know what kind of movie they're in, but it, it, it doesn't help. Some of the writing is pretty, uh, pretty bad and they, they, but they do the best they can. I, I think they, they, they know what they're doing, uh, being, being pros and they, they do. Okay. The problem, biggest problem for this movie for me was the subplots. They bog us down in the story of Patrick Wilson. And he's got this strained relationship with his son. His son has, uh, always been kind of a troublemaker gets in it. We see him get into a high speed or get captured by the police on national TV, which, um, I thought it was a little over the top, but I guess it, it gets the, gets the point home. But anyway, he's played by Charlie Plummer and he, it, they, we, we, man, it, they probably spend the third act. Half of it is spent with him and his stepdad played by Michael Pena, who has nothing to do, has no relevance in this story, no reason to be in this story whatsoever we keep cutting and what the third act is is it's cutting back from our main heroes that are out in that are going to space going to the moon and then it cuts back to this subplot with the sun which is poorly written poorly set up we have no re i i did not care one bit about his son and about played by but this son sunny <laughs> named sunny of the character's name is sunny why we are have to go on this journey or care about him when he has had no contact with Patrick Wilson's character. He has, they have no, no, uh, heart to heart moments other than just being safe from wanting, you know, each other to be safe. I guess we get that when it looks like pretty much the, the world's coming to an end. So it, 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 it just didn't work for me. It was very underserved, underdeveloped, not necessary at all. I, I just, uh, I didn't see the point in any of it. And like I said, the, the rest of the cast was fine. Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, they're okay. Michael Pena phones it. I mean, he, it's not that he phones it in. It's just, he, he doesn't have much to do. Very underwritten, underserved. And this, this was a stinker and it was very disappointing. I, I thought this, this could, had a great concept. The trailers actually looked halfway decent, but man, once, uh, once you're a good, probably a third of the way into it, you start, I, I think that's when you can tell that this, okay, this, you just kind of, some of you might be able to just throw your hands up and say, I don't care. This is fine. And that's, and that's great if you can. And I, I'm with you on it. I, I'm, 
I'm not, I'm not upset that I watched it. It's just, I have no, I will not recommend this to anybody and I will not be seeking it out anytime soon. And some of you that might be able to throw your hands up a lot easier will, will enjoy it for, for what it is. I, I have that usually a lot. I, I'm usually pretty, I mean, I would say I'm an easy lay when it comes to stories like this, when it's set in space and, and, uh, you have great visual effects and which by the way, the visual effects in this movie are pretty iffy. I mean, not, not much to really go on. And it's, uh, it's too bad because they, um, they, they, they use a lot of, I know there's a part with water towards the third act that, um, didn't really look convincing. And there's a lot of, uh, scenes where you can tell, okay, you're obviously in front of a green screen and it just, um, it's too bad because this, uh, this type of movie, you think they would plan ahead for that. And it's, um, and they weren't able to pull it off in, in my view. Um, so yeah, if, if maybe down the road in a couple months, if you're looking for a movie to throw on on Netflix or throw in on some streamer that just throw it on in the background while you throw back a few cold ones, that might be good for you. But as far as spending your hard earned money and going out or, and your time to go out to the theater and watch something, do not see Moonfall. I, I, I do not, uh, do not recommend that. It's, um, it's just not worth it. Not, uh, not really not really worth uh, checking out. It's, it's, uh, it's dumb. It's big. It's dumb. It's loud. And it's, uh, it requires very little brain power. Again, some of you might be into it, but I don't think many of you will be. Anyway, those are my thoughts on Moonfall guys. I hope you uh, enjoyed this quick review, quick hits audio, checking out the uh, first major release of February. Got a big month though, man. I'm excited about February. There's a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff coming out coming out this month. I know next week we're going to have the death on the Nile, which is the follow-up to Kenneth Branagh's movie from a few years ago, murder on the Orient express, which I really like. It's all based on Agatha Christie novels and it's a period piece. It's a murder mystery. I'm all in Kenneth Branagh behind the camera and starring as Hercule Poirot, I think is how you say it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. It looks, uh, looks like a good time and an all-star cast too. big ensemble cast. Can't wait. That's coming out next week. After that, we got Tom Holland and uncharted the movie based on the game series. Can they finally get the video game series? Can they finally hit it right with it with a video game movie? I don't know. I'm a little iffy on that one. I, I think it's got the potential to be good. Mark Wahlberg, Tom Holland coming off of Spider-Man bringing it. I think that one will probably have a good box office or a good chance at the box office, but I don't know. These movie, these video game movies have been very hard to pull off, but we'll see as long as they've thought out the script. I think, I think they have a chance. Some of you might be excited about the comedy dog with uh Channing Tatum. That could be interesting. I don't know if I'll be uh, seeing it, but it, I might be able to, I'm going to try. And then we close out the month of February with Studio 666, which I'm not sure what type of movie that's going to be. Oh, yes. Oh, actually, no. Studio 666. Guys, this is the movie. Yeah, this is a movie. This is a a description of Studio 666. It comes out at the end of the month. Here's the uh, description. Quote, legendary rock band The Foo Fighters, or Foo Fighters, excuse me, moves into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much anticipated 10th album. Now this is legit. This is actually a comedy horror movie and it's actually got the Foo Fighters in it. And it's, it sounds wacky 
and it might be awesome. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about studio six, six, six. I can't wait. That's, that's going to be cool. Also, uh, Siriano, the movie with Peter Dinklage. Also, uh, as we, we talked about John Bradley from game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage, always going to be remembered as Tyrion Lannister. He was in Cyrano, Cyrano de Bergiac, that, uh, that, um, ancient story or old, old story. So I'm excited to see it. And I think that's, it's got a, the trailers have made it look really, um, really intriguing. I, I think they've, they've got with his casting and, and everybody else, it, it could really be something special. That's going to be uh, in limited release at the end of the month. So I'm not sure everyone will be see it. I'm not even sure if I'll get to see it where I am in the country. And then that's uh, all building up towards the big day in March when, um, a certain man of bats is going to be coming out, and I, you can probably guess that. Uh, a, guy, a man that really likes bats is going to be hitting the theaters, so I can't wait to talk about that in future episodes. But anyway, yeah, guys, thank you so much. This has been a quick uh, quick audio session, quick review about Moonfall. Um, and uh, maybe you guys will walk away with a different thought. If Those of you that uh, are on the fence about this movie, if you think, and those trailers make it look good, if you think, hey, that, that movie looks awesome. I'm still going to go check it. Go see it. Go see it and, and think about it just, uh, and see if, see if you walk away with a different perspective than me. And, and if you, um, you come away with something a little more positive or maybe more negative, maybe you notice more than, than what I noticed. Anyway, thanks so much for checking out and hitting out, hit the play button or download button. I hope you come back for future episodes, which we will have again next week. Going to be talking about death on the Nile directed by Kenneth Branagh and starring an ensemble cast murder mystery. Can't wait to talk about it. Anyway, this has been movies and beyond. I'm Brian Osborne signing off for now, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.